0: Let's go Under the Bridge! You son of a gun, you stole one of my options. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) That'll
1: make sense later in the episode. (laughs) Welcome to Under the Bridge, everybody.
0: Welcome to Under the Bridge.
1: I'm Cody, a.k.a. The Scarlet Troll.
0: And I am Greg, a.k.a. Greg.
1: And this has been a week of lots of
0: weird stuff. There's been a lot of strange... Things. A lot of strange things happening even today.
1: <laughs> so many things. I cut stuff from my news list because there were things that I wanted to talk about, but uh, there's there's too much stuff, and I had to trim it down, and I had to make some sacrifices. So we're gonna get right into it. Oh boy. First I'm gonna start with a bit of gaming news that I already shared with you, Greg. Mm-hmm. Which is that Marvel's Avengers is ending service.
0: Honestly it lasted longer than I thought it was going to.
1: Right? <laughs>
0: like not gonna lie. <laughs>
1: Yeah, the final update is releasing on March 31st, and then all official support and digital purchases of the game are going to end on September 30th.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah, I I can't believe this got as many updates as it did.
0: I thought it would have died, because it came out in, what, 2019, right?
1: Yes. Wait. No, I think, wait. 2020.
0: Oh, okay. August 2020. Okay, even still, I thought it would have, like, lost support last year.
1: (laughs) Yeah, three years for a game like that, that's pretty astounding. Oh, yes. Especially what? my God, I cannot believe. I am, I, you know me, I am a big fan of the MCU. Mm -hmm. But I'm so sick of MCU synergy.
0: (laughs) It was a thing of, when the announcement trailer was, like, first shown, these look so much like the normal actors and actresses from the MCU and it's like oh no but don't worry guys this is an ex- own continuity at that point i was like oh this game's going to be bad <laughs>
1: no 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 it's not even about them looking like the actors it's about trying to ape how the how the lineup of the avengers was cap iron man thor hulk and black widow and all that was missing was hawkeye and you would have had the original six from the movies it's like that's not a lineup really from the comics except in the ultimates but the mm. ultimates suck fair. So, and even then, they had the Wasp. I'm pretty sure.
0: Mm.
1: And I mean, come on, the fact that for DLC, the literal first two heroes that we got were both Hawkeye.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I take it they were two different versions of Hawkeye,
1: though, right? Get this, Kate came out first, and then they put Clint in the game.
0: Really? I thought it would have been the other way around. Yeah. I'm (laughs) pretty
1: sure it went Kate, Clint. T'Challa, Spider-Man, Jane Foster Thor, and Winter Soldier.
0: Oh. That's a weird order of importance there.
1: And even Spider-Man was PlayStation exclusive for some bizarre reason.
0: Uh, Oh. Console, exclusively, is garbage. (laughs) Yeah. Leans in the Gran Turismo collection. (sighs) Nice. (laughs) Well,
1: rip to that, I suppose... Avengers are dead, long live the Avengers?
0: I don't know if long live is the right phrase for that game in particular.
1: Yeah, maybe we can get
0: a good Avengers game uh, now. Yeah, I mean, I ne- I haven't touched it or watched any of it, but I heard at least decent things about the Guardians game, so anything's possible, hopefully.
1: Yeah, and I mean, Insomniac's making that Wolverine game.
0: And isn't there like a Black Panther War Soldier World War II game or something? Captain America, but otherwise correct. Oh, okay. Yeah, well... Here's to hoping that they saw Avengers and were like, yeah, yeah, we're not doing that again. <laughs> One can only hope.
1: Hmm. And now for the bit of gaming news I didn't tell you in advance. Oh, boy. What if I told you a fish was able to commit credit card fraud? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going to try to do my best. i or just be like, continue. <laughs> Alright, so, Mute Kamaru channel,
1: mm-hmm. which is a YouTube channel known for its Fish Play Pokemon livestream. Mm. Basically, what they do is they've got motion trackers set up so that whichever way the fish swims will input a command. Okay. And they were using that to play Pokemon Violet. Huh. Okay, that's kind of neat. But the game crashed, apparently, while the person running the stream was away. Oh no! And what ended up happening is the fish managed to navigate their way to the Nintendo eShop, <laughs> disclosing <laughs> the streamer's credit card information. Oh! No! Buy, <laughs> and adding roughly three dollars and eighty-eight cents, or five hundred yen, to the eShop balance. Oh no! <laughs>
0: That's, that's so bad, but it's so amazing.
1: <laughs> they also went on the Nintendo Switch Online page and got some icon elements for some bonus points that the streamer had saved up. Nice. <laughs> Can you imagine having to go to Nintendo customer service and request a refund because <laughs> my fish bought these games?
0: It's like, sir, you, sir, you should know better than let your children have access to your account. It's like, actually, it wasn't my children. It's like, what was it? It was a koi fish. I'm sorry. It was a couple fish, apparently. Yeah, uh, it, uh, <laughs> Imagine if Nintendo couldn't do anything, and you actually like had to go to your bank to talk about that. You know, like, yeah,
1: I set up a <laughs> thing on Twitch, and my fish ended up.
0: <laughs> my fish bought like five dollars worth of points for the Nintendo eShop. He's like, "Oh, that's a good one, sir." He's like, "No, I'm I'm being serious, like, sir. We don't take fraudulent claims here, but my my fish committed identity theft."
1: Imagine having to submit that
0: stream. <laughs> submit that stream as evidence. <laughs> giving them a link to the stream and just being like, "This
1: is what happened."
0: You should like clip it, upload it to YouTube with the YouTube face with a title in all caps that says, "My my pet fish committed identity theft."
1: <laughs> that's a hell of an anime title.
0: Oh God, this is this is gonna be the kind of thing that's gonna swim around rent free in my head. <laughs> you did not just. I did. Well done, thank you. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> I figured you'd like it. Ugh. in a rarity for this show, I actually
1: have some comic news. oh boy yeah i I don't talk about comic news all that much because well, uh, I'm not a big fan of a lot of the more modern stuff hmm. and I don't keep up with a lot of current things because I prefer to actually find out how things end before I decide if I want to buy them. Okay. Just because, you know, some runs start off really good and then the author leaves halfway through or they take a nosedive because there was a terrible plan in place. Mm. And after five years of Jason Aaron fucking up the Avengers, (laughs) somebody else is taking over. Oh, okay. And that somebody is Jed McKay.
0: Awesome! I have no idea who that is.
1: (laughs) He is the author of the most recent Moon Knight run, which is damn good. Okay. Okay. It's got Moon Knight opening up a, basically a problem-solving service called the Midnight Mission, and he ends up protecting vampires and other stuff.
0: Oh, that sounds lovely and oddly sweet, I guess. I don't know. <laughs>
1: it's pretty good. Okay. I haven't finished the run yet because I've been collecting it in trade paperback form, and mm. that's a thing. And also that one's still going. I there, there are exceptions. I'm not a 100%
0: consistent person with how I feel about modern comics, but you know. As one does. I mean, I I want to draw equivalents to that with video games, but I really can't because my video game collection is very much over the place, so... (laughs) Fair. We also know who the lineup is
1: gonna be, Hmm. and the lineup is gonna consist of Thor, Iron Man, Sam Wilson, Captain America, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Captain Marvel, Vision, Black Panther, and Scarlet Witch.
0: Oh, Scarlet Witch.
1: Yeah, she hasn't been on the Avengers in a bit.
0: Okay, Great, I don't- Again, because I don't follow the comic stuff nearly as deeply as you do. I had always been kind of under the impression that Scarlet Witch has always been one of those people who's like, We like her, but we're always suspicious of her by default.
1: Well, uh, mm, uh that's half the Avengers nowadays.
0: <laughs> it's okay, fair.
1: <laughs> Fun reminder, Tony Stark is responsible for Civil War. Mm. Got Cap killed.
0: Oh, nice. <laughs>
1: Well, okay, not killed, but blasted backwards in time, I think. Mm. He, he did get Goliath killed, though.
0: I imagine people are just like, at the first meeting of the Avengers like, Oh, Wanda, we're glad you made it. It's like, make sure there's no, like, red sparks behind her back or something, guys.
1: <laughs> Hide the baby pictures. Hide all the baby pictures.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, Wanda gets a bad rep in the comics. Oh, okay. I, mostly because, I mean, the the, the thing about Wanda is... She got hit real hard with Avengers Disassembled, and nobody's ever been willing to let her live that one down. Hmm. Even though it was just really bad writing, it's not like- and I guess this is kind of a false equivalence when I say that I'm cool with comics Wanda, but I hate MCU Wanda because MCU Wanda is also the target of bad, inconsistent writing, but nonetheless, I feel much more sympathy for comics Wanda. okay. Heck, she was- she was a very early on Avenger. Hmm. Part of the second iteration, Cap's Kooky Quartet. <laughs>
0: That's a hell of a name.
1: its I think it was unofficial.
0: Mm.
1: What happened was the original Avengers all up and quit, and Cap had to work with Hawkeye, Scarlet Witch, and Quicksilver.
0: <laughs> it's like, alright guys, everyone quit. I need you to help me. That doesn't mean that you're not good. I still love you guys. You're just not my first pick. So it's like, you're the B team. <laughs> it's like... Thank you?
1: <laughs> and they were all former criminals at that point.
0: Oh, oh even better.
1: <laughs> so yeah, that's exciting. I'm looking forward to seeing what this run turns out to be. Hopefully... Mm-hmm. I don't think they've confirmed that the Black Panther here is T'Challa, but I'm really hoping it is, and therefore they can stop shitting on him like they have been in modern runs. Fair enough, I guess. And then, and I can't believe this one, I actually have DC comic news. Oh boy! Yeah, so, in the most recent event, Dark Crisis, the Hall of Justice was completely obliterated, and in the aftermath of the event, the Justice League decided to disband. Hmm. And they put Nightwing in charge of the planet's defense while they talk stuff out and figure out what they want to do. Okay. And Nightwing has decided, the Titans are stepping up.
0: Like, the Teen Titans?
1: Uh, the no longer Teen Titans. The ones who were teens and now are adults. Okay. So, they're basically replacing the Justice League, and it's the classic... Marv Wolfman lineup from the 80s, the new Teen Titans lineup, essentially, of Nightwing, Beast Boy, or I think he's, I I don't remember if he's going by Changeling, or Hmm. if it's Beast Boy. I don't remember which one he's going by now, but it's the same guy, you know, green shapeshifter guy. Yeah. Cyborg, Starfire, Raven, Wally West's Flash, and Donna Troy's Wonder Girl. Okay. So that's, that's neat. Hmm. That's a good bit of progress.
0: Uh, As to say, it sounds like a... I don't... Again, I definitely follow DC Comics significantly less than Marvel Comics, for that matter. But I imagine the Titans don't normally get a lot of spotlight when it comes to their portrayal, so...
1: Yeah, they've always been in a weird spot where they've been around long enough that they should have progressed farther than they did. Hmm. All the constant reboots didn't help, but still. Okay. Well,
0: that's exciting.
1: Yeah, that one I might actually have to keep up with, because I do want to see where that goes... Obviously, I don't want the Justice League of previous iterations to stay gone, but it's nice to see the Titans step up. Yeah. And now we got movie news. Oh, boy. We have a gate for Megan 2.0, which is officially happening.
0: Wait, seriously? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I kind of figured they were going to make another one because of how well that movie's been doing relative to its budget, but I didn't think we'd get news this quickly.
1: <laughs> they want They, they want to strike while the iron's hot
0: that's fair
1: although I am a little upset it's not called Mafforgen
0: <laughs> you know what yeah actually they could have replaced because then you
1: could do a prequel and call it Matugan.
0: yeah or like make make the A a 4 and just make the 3 a normal E again
1: oh my god you're
0: right <laughs> yeah that's <a> tr- <laughs> although I've been like but guys there wasn't a per- second first or second I was like don't worry about it marketing marketing <laughs> They'll never know. <laughs> and we also know that Allison Williams
1: is coming back, presumably as Gemma. Okay. And Violet McGraw is
0: back as Katie. And where did our heroes left-, left off? She's like, yeah, so that's my aunt. She's in a jail cell right now. Um. <laughs> you think! You would
1: think! <laughs> that ending is... That <laughs> ending is... That, that <laughs> ending's got me a little...
0: Cheated. Just a little bit. If you are wondering why, watch her episode talking about Megan. And if you haven't already, go watch the movie. It's a great movie. Yeah, no, it's
1: a good time. I can't (laughs) wait for the sequel.
0: Yeah, same, honestly. For
1: as much as I dunked on the movie. (laughs) And we'll be seeing it January 17th, 2025.
0: Oh, okay. So, yeah, just over two years from now. Under. Or under, sorry.
1: All good. Yeah, no, very happy about that. Megan will come up a little bit later in this when we talk this weekend's box office. Oh, boy. But it's not the only horror movie news we've got. hmm. Sean Cunningham is directing a reboot of Friday the 13th, notable because he was the director of the original.
0: Oh, okay. Not what I expected.
1: Yeah, apparently the Friday the 13th legal rights are all tied up in weird stuff, mm. but I guess they've got the freedom to
0: do a reboot. Okay. So that's neat. Oh, that's encouraging. Granted, I don't remember a lot of the first one. I know we watched it, but with how, like, love that movie is, hopefully it continues that good stead or whatever. Here's hoping. Mm-hmm.
1: I actually don't remember having watched the original Friday the 13th.
0: Oh, I could have sworn we watched it as a group at one point. Huh. I might be wrong.
1: I remember watching Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. I remember watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure I remember watching Halloween. hmm Oh, well. here's a genre of movie that I did not expect to hear anything about. Okay. Sadie Sink of Stranger Things and The Whale is going to star in Jeremy Jasper's rock opera Odessa for Searchlight Pictures.
0: I don't know what most of that is. I'm gonna be real. <laughs> Which part? Yes. <laughs> it sounds interesting, but I've never heard of Odessa to begin with. Well... That's because it's an original film. Oh, okay.
1: (laughs) Set in a post-apocalyptic future, the film is a rock opera about a farm girl on an epic quest to recover a cherished family heirloom. Her journey leads her to a strange and dangerous city where she meets her one true love. But in order to save his soul, she must put the power of destiny and song to the ultimate test.
0: Mildly (laughs) interested. I am more
1: excited for this than I have any right to
0: be, because
1: if I'm honest, that premise... Does not sound encouraging.
0: No, not in the slightest. It's like, alright, we got all this going on, and rock opera.
1: You know what this gives
0: me vibes of? Mm. This gives me vibes
1: of that Avengers movie they tried to make in the 80s with Casablanca Records.
0: I beg your pardon?
1: The one that was gonna have, it was gonna have, like, the, the Avengers and Dazzler were gonna get sent to... Uh, future ruined New York that was ruled in two segments and one side was ruled by Donna Summers and one was ruled by Cher and they each had their own army one was leading the village people and one was leading Kiss
0: that's right I forgot we talked about that Uh... yeah yeah yeah
1: not in the podcast, but that was a thing.
0: No, yeah, I remember us talking about that, and me going, "It's like that sounds stupid. It sounds horrible, and I am genuinely upset that that movie never got made."
1: <laughs> yeah, Robin Williams was going to be Dazzle's love interest, but he was being manipulated by a trio of evil lawyers named Dewey, Cheatham, and Howe, all played by Roddy Dangerfield.
0: <laughs> all right. You don't
1: understand. If there is a movie that doesn't exist that sums up everything I would want, it's that. <laughs> So I'm probably unfairly projecting my deep sadness at that, that movie's non existence onto this.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. So if it's along those similar lines, it's like, yeah, all right, I am I am interested in this like even more so.
1: <laughs> and if not, hey, rock opera.
0: Yeah, exactly. Which
1: I you know, I don't think I've ever actually seen one.
0: I want to say I watched a couple in high school, but I I don't remember for sure.
1: Now I have to now I have to check Rock opera film genre. (laughs) Rock opera films. Come on.
0: I guess... Oh, Rent's considered one.
1: Really? Okay, never Mm. saw Rent.
0: Rocky Horror Picture Show.
1: Okay. Really?
0: Yeah, I guess.
1: Huh. Okay. Then I have seen at least one. And you know what? Rocky Mm. Horror is a favorite of mine, so...
0: Yeah, those are the only two that, like, spring to my mind.
1: Neat. Alright, I'm gonna move on. Alrighty. I need to stop wishing on this monkey's paw, Greg. Okay.
0: (laughs) Where is this going? We're getting a new Tron movie. Oh, I thought that was already in the works. Oh, uh,
1: then it kind of stalled out.
0: Hmm.
1: It is called Tron Ares, and Joaquin Ronning is in Talks to Star, or Direct, rather. Okay. But it's still with Jared Leto attached.
0: Oh, uh, no. <laughs>
1: yeah. What, did, did Morbius not teach you people anything?
0: <laughs> How many times do we have to teach you this lesson, man?
1: <laughs> what a- and they're already eyeing an August start date for production.
0: Like August this year? Yeah. Hmm. That doesn't seem like a lot of time.
1: <laughs> no, but I mean, to be fair, like you said, this isn't a new thing. They were talking about it
0: before. Okay. So maybe there's, like, some stuff from the original talks. It's like, you know, we can, like, roll off with this. I guess. Hmm.
1: I still haven't seen Tron Legacy.
0: Neither have I. I've seen only first, bits and pieces.
1: The first Tron was. Interesting, though. Hmm. And it's weird enough that I am happy it's getting a sequel. (laughs) Of a sort. Right. Certainly looking forward to this marginally more than I am the next movie that I'm about to talk about. Oh, boy. Hot Wheels. (laughs) Continue. (laughs) Mattel, Warner Brothers, and Bad Robot are all working together. To make a Hot
0: Wheels movie. Is it going to have god-awful early 2000s CGI? I have no idea. If it doesn't, I am not interested.
1: (laughs) I just... Is this... Wait a minute. Hold on. Who's making the Barbie movie?
0: Um... Oh god, what's her name?
1: No, I mean... Oh, no, Warner Brothers is distributing that too. Okay. Oh god, are we getting uh... (laughs) a...
0: Are we getting a Mattel cinematic universe? Oh no! <laughs> Everything gets a cinematic universe.
1: The Hot Wheels movie just ends with Barbie stepping out of a pink Corvette, going, "I'm here to talk to you about the
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Mattel initiative." <laughs> oh no! Oh yeah! Oh what? A, uh, let's what see. a wretched concept! I mean if there's oh wait, Mattel owns both Hot Wheels and Matchbox. I did not know that. Huh.
1: What else does Mattel have?
0: Let's see. Oh um Uno, Polypop Thomas and Friends. Really?
1: I don't believe that.
0: Oh that's but
1: They probably have the toy rights. I can't uh, imagine they own
0: Yeah, they have to have that No, Mattel's own Mattel's own Thomas and Friends outright since twenty sixteen. That actually makes me sad. <laughs> Because lo- Thomas and Friends was my shit as a kid. <laughs> oh, I feel dirty. Yeah, same. As a kid, I had like the original short stories written by the um, original author and everything.
1: I feel like I've lost an irreplaceable part of myself finding S- that
0: out. Same. <laughs> huh.
1: Well, this is introspective and sad, and I don't like it, so we're moving on. Alrighty.
0: <laughs> I'm probably still watching the Hot Wheels movie anyway. I, I think I'm going to by default.
1: Yeah, I'd I'd be very surprised if you weren't gonna. (laughs) My last bit of news is DC movie news. Oh boy. We're still waiting on James Gunn and Peter Saffron to reveal the start of their DCU plans. Hmm. However, Jason Momoa recently had a meeting with them to talk about his future and came out sounding very positive. Okay. So he said, it's very, very wonderful. I'm in the house of Warner Brothers and they're liking a lot of stuff I'm doing. We got a lot of good things coming. Hmm. He also said, I'll always be Aquaman, ain't anyone coming in there and taking shit. There might be some other characters, too. I can play other things, too. I can be funny and savage and charming. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> judging from that, it sounds like he's still in his Aquaman, Mm-hmm. and there's probably some truth to that Lobo thing. Mm. But I'll admit, I'm a little disappointed if so. Hmm. Not the him being Lobo part, because if, if I'm being 100% honest, he should have been playing Lobo from the start.
0: Yeah, like I remember you saying that he seems to be a better fit for Lobo than Aquaman.
1: Oh yeah, 100%. It's the keeping Aquaman part that gets me. And I'm not one. Of, I'm not someone who thinks that you can't have somebody play multiple things because, you know, you had Gemma Chan playing Minerva and Captain Marvel and then she was Cersei in Eternals.
0: I can never pronounce the, the man's name correctly. Uh, Maharsha... Herschel Ali. Yes, being both Blade, Cottonmouth. Cottonmouth and Blade.
1: Yeah, but that was Netflix Marvel. It's basically a completely different animal. Oh, okay. fair. But the thing for me is that usually you don't get characters playing, like, two big recurring things. Hmm. So that either means they don't have a lot planned for Lobo, which is disappointing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or they're having him play two functionally headline-worthy characters, which kind of irks me in the same way that there was a thing making the rounds on Twitter where somebody was... Because James Gunn also said he's sure he'll work with his Guardians of the Galaxy actors again, probably in DC for something. And somebody on Twitter said a thing of, oh, there's all kinds of people you could work with. Can you go back? Can you, can you use other people? And James Gunn just clapped back with, there's hundreds of characters we need to cast. What's most important is that they're right for the role and they're easy to work with.
0: Yeah. Which is fair. Yeah, that's totally fair.
1: And I'm not against them coming back and playing different characters in DC.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I feel like if you've got hundreds of roles to cast, you don't need Momoa taking up two. Yeah, no. At least not when they're presumably bigger ones. <laughs> Again, like, if you wanted to have Momoa play, I don't know, what's Aquaman's Mr. Mixey's Pitlick? I know he's got one. Most of the Justice League have their own, like, Mr. Mixey's Pitlick equipment equivalent. <laughs> right. <laughs> Aquaman's was a water sprite named Quisp. Mm. <laughs> no relation to the cereal.
0: Okay. <laughs> Is Quisp good or bad?
1: Uh, I forget.
0: Okay. Because I imagine Aquaman, like, if he's the interdimensional version of an Aquaman going to Quisp, was like, Quisp, what did I tell you about teaching Goldfish how to p- steal people's identities? Ha ha ha! Bring it back. <laughs> yeah, call back. Alrighty.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll just see how it goes. Mm. Let's move on to trailer time. Oh, boy. We
0: got a trailer for Scream 6. I am interested... (laughs) I'm interested because it (laughs) looks stupid. Okay, so, full disclosure,
1: I've only ever seen the first Scream, and I'm hoping to change that between now and the release of Scream 6, which means I don't have a lot of time, come to think of it, to watch, what is that, another four Scream movies? Oh, Jesus.
0: I don't think I've watched any of them the whole way through. Or no, no, wait, we watched the first one.
1: Yeah, I... I I just mm. rewatched it recently because I forgot that I had seen it, and I thought I'd only seen a Scary Movie. Right. And I got 30 minutes in before I realized, oh, no, I've seen this all the whole way through. But now mm. I'm committed. <laughs> so now I gotta
0: finish it. Right. But this does look dumb. It looks so dumb. <laughs> it's like... So we were actually watching the trailer together, and what got me was how the whole thing starts with Ghostface appearing in a store stabbing a few people and the owner of the store like whips out a shotgun to try and stop him ghostface takes the shotgun and kills the owner and it just switches to ghostface like just moving around the store holding a shotgun i'm like this is fucking dumb <laughs> there is it's like you know a crazy ass mass murderer holding a uh, pump action shotgun should actually be intimidating this is not intimidating in the slightest <laughs>
1: It loses something once the slasher villain
0: picks up a gun. I don't know what it loses, but it loses something. Yeah, it's... it. I feel like it loses a lot of uniqueness. It's like, yeah, it's still terrifying and it can kill a lot of people, but it's like, yeah, but guns are so primitive.
1: <laughs> How weird is it that guns feel primitive, but using a knife doesn't?
0: <laughs>
1: Pretty sure knives predate
0: guns. I don't know. I just felt like making a Black Panther reference. <laughs>
1: Fair enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it, it feels, I guess you could say it feels beneath them when they have other more unique methods of just like once on murder.
1: And then when it turns into a thing of now you've got, was it, Gail Weathers trying to shoot the new ghost face. And once you get guns involved in this whole thing, it really does turn into a case of how do you justify this movie being as long as it is?
0: Mm. I think for me, the thing that killed it, and again, I have no frame of reference. Ha- <laughs> i have zero frame of reference to anything but the first movie and to be honest i don't really completely remember Ghostface and how he um went about his thing in the first movie but kind of the thing that killed it for me because they showed the phone call scene of him calling one of the women and she calls him out on his bullshit and goes oh but that's a different one i'm different i'm better i'm like oh this made this guy like just so much less interesting
1: Right? But, I mean, to be fair, there is a different ghost face in every movie,
0: apparently. Mm. Right.
1: So, I could see that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But, ah, him using a gun is lame.
0: Yeah, that was that was a bit lame.
1: I almost had an issue with a bunch of people dressed up as ghost face on the subway car, but then I remembered, oh, right, most of these things have been set in one specific smaller town. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a national tragedy happened while somebody was wearing the ghost face mask. Mm. So it's not the most insensitive thing. Right. Because otherwise I was going to be like, why are there like, w- wouldn't that be like in the Halloween franchise? Three people on a subway car wearing a Michael Myers mask?
0: <laughs> yeah, that'd be, that'd be pretty freaky.
1: But then I realized, oh yeah, right, that was a local problem, so never mind.
0: Mm.
1: I guess. Still going to see it, though.
0: I'm interested in seeing it, I will admit. I'm gonna have to catch up. Mm-hmm.
1: I got a lot of catching up to do on movies.
0: <laughs> Same.
1: <laughs> we also got a trailer for the movie Polite Society.
0: I am really into this, and I have no idea what is happening, or what this movie is trying to be, or supposed to be, or... Yes.
1: An action comedy, I presume.
0: Yeah, but it's so... It's just such a weird one, because it's like... The central characters are these Indian women who, seemingly from the trailer, spend most of their time in, like, very formal wear and all that. But they're also secretly, like, a cabal of fight club members or something like that. It looks like a really good time. I just could not make heads or tails. Also Pakistani. Oh, Pakistani. Never mind. Completely wrong. It looks like a wonderful time, but I just could not make... My brain could not make heads or tails of what was going on in the trailer. Okay,
1: so I think it's... Girl's sister is getting married.
0: Mm -hmm. Girl
1: who wants to be a stunt person does not trust new in-laws. New in-laws shady? Okay. But that's about all I could get. Mm. Because so many things happen that just defy belief. (laughs) That I honestly feel like this whole movie could end up being a fever dream and I'd buy it.
0: Yeah, I I did get a bit of fever dream feeling- in particular, like, at the very end of the trailer where the two, like, two of the girls are just sitting in a restaurant eating burgers, talking about how much ass they kicked. <laughs> that was good. I think that was I very good.
1: Blood. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> the, the other part that really spoke to me was, Mom, what are you doing?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Interestingly enough, the mother-in-law, I guess,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Uh she is Najma in Miss Marvel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this this looks entertaining.
0: It looks very entertaining.
1: I need a little more info to connect the dots and figure out what's up, but, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I would need more info to also connect the dots, but I'm still interested in it.
1: Well, it's releasing April 28th, and hopefully it gets a big enough release that we can go see it. Mm-hmm. And then just today, we got a double whammy. Oh, boy. We got a new trailer for Dungeons and Dragons, Honor
0: Among Thieves. So I did watch that one, and that looks like a good time now.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I'm still, I don't know what it is. I'm not sold on it.
0: I don't think this is going to be a particularly good movie, but it at least seems like it'll be like somewhat entertaining. I will admit during me watching the trailer, the thing that both brought me in and took me out constantly like a tug of war was the main cast.
1: (laughs) I feel like there's, there's gotta be a. There's got to be a gimmick here,
0: right? Uh, Probably.
1: Because so far this just looks like snarky, irreverent fantasy movie. They just have the rights to use Dungeons & Dragons stuff like Owl Bears and Mimics and Gelatinous Cubes.
0: I mean, that was kind of what I thought they were going to go for to begin with. Because when this movie was first announced, I had a very hard time seeing how they were going to transfer the things of what makes Dungeons & Dragons work from a game perspective. I had a very hard time seeing that work into a coherent movie. So I when it was like, oh, we're focusing on just these people who bar- who are Dungeons and Dragons people but doing their own thing, seemingly separate from the actual like players that are controlling them, it's like unfortunately that makes sense to me as far as like. No, overall it cohesion. makes sense. It
1: just just
0: seems kind of boring. It does seem kinda of boring. But like I said, with this new trailer, it's like I'm not expecting great things. I'm definitely a little more interested in it with this new trailer than with the previous one.
1: I like the bits of everybody taking the piss out of the paladin. yeah I find that irony more often than not is a blade that cuts off he wields it.
0: <laughs> I did think of you when he said that like <laughs> me just because I can see I can see you and also me like using irony as something of a weapon as well.
1: <laughs> I guess mm. I like the bit with. Hugh Grant's character going, "Oh, I couldn't watch you die. I'm going to leave the room." <laughs> <laughs> that was nice.
0: That was very good.
1: I mean it it looks fine. It just also doesn't look
0: great. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't rock the boat.
1: Nah, no 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 no. no. I mean if if there's a Lego movie twist partway through <laughs> where it turns out this is a bunch of nerds sitting at a table and this is what they think their adventures look like,
0: hmm.
1: I'll be very pleased with myself. Right. But I'm expecting not to be pleased with myself. <laughs> but I guess we'll find out since it's coming out soon enough. What is that, also April?
0: Yeah, as I see, I feel like
1: that movie's got to be close to releasing. March 31st. Hmm. So yeah, only about two months away. <laughs> guess we'll find out. Yes. And finally, we got a trailer for something that makes me sad I no longer have HBO Max, which is Harley Quinn, a very problematic Valentine's Day
0: special. And this trailer I did not catch. Really? No. Honestly, I know you mentioned it to me beforehand, but I completely forgot to watch it before we started recording. (laughs) You know what? That's
1: my bad. I forgot to send you the update. Hmm. Well, uh, let me give you the rundown. Apparently, Harley does such a good job satisfying Ivy on Valentine's Day that it makes her pheromone powers go out of control, and she sends all of Gotham into an orgy.
0: (laughs) See, the thing is... (laughs) <laughs> and this might be a like, symptom of me, like, reading a whole bunch of, like, rom-com manga. I, my brain went, oh, that's so cute and adorable, up until the all of Gotham goes into an orgy part.
1: <laughs> yeah, r- right.
0: <laughs> because it's like, it sounds so cute that it's like, yeah, she does such a great job for um, doing Valentine's Day for Poison Ivy that Ivy just like, gushes with, like, love to the point where all of her pheromones are She's like, you know what, that sounds, like, honestly really adorable and wholesome, and then all of Gotham goes into an orgy. like... Okay. <laughs> and now it's ruined. Now it's a little ruined. <laughs> Dark Side's back. Okay.
1: <laughs> apparently with a love and trust of his own, I can't tell if it's supposed to be someone from the comics or if the joke is going to be that it's, I don't know, a celebrity or something. Mm. I, I, cu- I couldn't really tell. Zatanna and The Flash show up in, a, in what's probably just a cameo. Okay. On a date, apparently. <laughs> okay, So Good for them? Hmm. Dot, dot, dot. I suppose. And also, apparently, Bane needs help in pressing a date, and Etrigan shows up. Mm. And when Bane says he needs help, Etrigan, because you know Etrigan speaks only in rhymes. Right. He proceeds to then go, Men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Let me guess, you want a bigger penis.
0: <laughs> and I imagine Bane's like, Oh, that would be lovely. No,
1: Bane's more like, Oh, <laughs> Well, (laughs) So, this looks like it's gonna be a distressingly
0: good time. (laughs) It's it's like, distressingly raunchy, but still very good time.
1: It's out February 9th, which means I might have to very briefly reactivate my HBO Max. Mm -hmm. So that I may 100% legally watch this thing. Wink, wink. (laughs) No, I'm not speaking in code. Whatever would make you think that? Mm. Irony.
0: And irony.
1: So that's looking good. Alrighty. Also, this isn't really news because it was already announced ages ago, but apparently Harley Quinn is getting a season 4. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's that was exciting for me to run, stumble across.
0: Yeah, I mean, I still haven't watched all of season 3. I only watched the first couple episodes of it, but I don't know. I feel like most shows, especially a lot of animated shows, or modern animated shows specifically, usually don't go, move past season 3, so... Definitely good that it's getting a season four. Especially on HBO Max. (laughs) Let's talk box office. Indeed. (laughs) Avatar Way of Water took first place again. Oh boy! Ah, Where's the confetti? Ow, ow, easy on the confetti. It's like this is a total shock or something. (laughs) They're literally shredding $100 bills to make the confetti. Probably, honestly.
1: It has now crossed... $2 Two billion dollars worldwide. It is the sixth highest-grossing film of all time. Turns out I was wrong. No Way Home had not grossed two billion. It was at like one point nine one. Oh, okay. Yeah. So good for it. Took in twenty million dollars domestically this weekend for a five hundred ninety-eight million dollar domestic total and two point zero two billion dollars worldwide.
0: Hmm.
1: Puss and Boots managed to claw its way up from third place to second. No pun intended. <laughs> you, I was
0: getting ready to say, "It's like you did not." <laughs> Ah, I, I kind of did.
1: <laughs> Irony. Mm. Took in $11.5 million domestically for $126.4 million domestic total and $297 million worldwide. Okay. Megan is still in third place. Well, fell from second place to third place, but it's still in the top five. At mm. $9.8 domestically for a $72 million domestic total and $127 million worldwide.
0: Wow, wait, I... Doesn't that have like a twelve I guess a twelve million dollar budget, right? Yeah. Damn, they are rolling in it. Somebody is looking at that going, Oh, we're good. Yes. It's like money bass for everybody <laughs> Yeah <laughs> In fourth place, missing. Really?
1: Which took in nine point three million dollars domestically and in total no worldwide release info yet. Apparently it has a seven million dollar budget.
0: Okay, that's genuinely surprising.
1: <laughs> well, the first film, Searching, was made for under a million, apparently. Huh. Yeah.
0: Okay. Glad it hit the ground running in that particular sense.
1: Yeah, we'll see. It's still got a ways to go before it starts making money.
0: Because,
1: mm. again, $7 million budget, $9 million domestic weekend. Mm. Nowhere to go but down, functionally. Right. And in fifth place, A Man Called Otto. At $9 million domestically for a $35.3 million domestic total and $55 million worldwide. Alrighty. Sorry, plane, you had a good run.
0: (laughs) Sorry, plane, you had a good flight. Thank you. You're welcome.
1: That was better than what I did. (laughs) So Missing is the movie we saw this weekend because there was nothing else.
0: Yes, there was it's not even a thing of like, oh, there was like, nothing else you actually wanted. It's like, no, there was pretty much, like, actually nothing else.
1: There was no other new release <laughs> that was out at my local theater. hmm So I had to go see Missing. hmm And much to my surprise, I had a way better time than I was expecting.
0: Yeah. Do you want to give the premise on it?
1: Sure, I'll do that. Hmm. So the premise of Missing is... A girl's mom goes on vacation with her new boo to Columbia, and then goes <laughs> missing. <laughs> <laughs> and the girl is trapped in her computer screen until she can find her mom. <laughs> I'm kidding, it's a computer screen movie, so the whole thing is, you know, phone footage and ring cameras and what have you, but I had, a, I had a decent time with it. I don't think I'd call it good. I mean... I wouldn't call it great. How about that?
0: Yeah, like, I would definitely say it's good. I will, especially for, like, the whole, phone screen, computer screen movies that at least we've seen, because I don't think this is a particularly widespread genre, I would definitely say it's the best one I've seen, largely just because, God, this movie actually takes like twists and turns and whatnot that I was not expecting from it.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, it's not profile to be sure, but I don't know, I still don't know if I could call it the best because for the life of me, I don't remember what I thought of Unfriended.
0: I think I remember being very, like, lukewarm with Unfriended personally.
1: No, see, I think I remember having a great time. Hmm. I remember being, like, just giddy at the end of it, but I don't remember... I gotta imagine the movie wasn't great, so... I have to imagine it was pretty dumb. Right. God, now I gotta rewatch Unfriended. What is this? (laughs) Anyways, missing.
0: Mm.
1: One thing that pleasantly surprised me is how I thought I had everybody in the movie pegged as an asshole.
0: (laughs) And it turns out I was wrong on quite a few of them. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, there was definitely that. there. (laughs) Oh, God almighty. Why can't I not remember a lot about the things I want to say about this movie? Is it because a lot of the stuff is specific to spoilers? It kind of is. I already kind of said my one piece was like ultimately that for me personally, I was expecting like twists and turns and surprises and whatnot. I was not expecting this many. I don't think it's one of those things where this was... I don't think any of the tourists and turns had a major like amount of quality, but the quantity of them was very high. And
1: yeah, there was a lot of swerves.
0: Yeah, and there's not really a lot of like breaks between the swerves either, for the most part.
1: <laughs> I think they're pretty decently foreshadowed,
0: though. Mm-hmm.
1: At least most of the ones that, looking back, I could catch. I think there was some pretty decent foreshadowing for most of them. And I will say it's funny, because apparently I'm very bad at guessing major plot twists, but very good at guessing small, stupid bullshit.
0: One of which in particular being one where you kind of called it, and I was like, I cannot believe I didn't see that coming. (laughs) Sitting there going, yeah. yeah." (laughs) It's like just rubbing your fingers. It's like, yeah, yeah, we know. (laughs) It hurts being this good sometimes.
1: (laughs) Oh, yo, you know what? I almost forgot. I almost forgot. Mm -hmm. Before we even think about getting into spoilers, I have to tell this dumb little story. (laughs) So, I have a Twitter that I'm just starting to use more to help advertise the podcast and stuff. Pretty sure my handle is at the Scarlet Troll if anybody wants to follow. Let me Mm -hmm. just make sure. (laughs) Yeah, it is at the Scarlet Troll. Cool. Shows you how good I am with Twitter that I don't even remember my own handle.
0: I mean, the fact that you that you have a Twitter account makes you better at me than Twitter.
1: <laughs> I
0: guess. Mm. So,
1: anyways, earlier, so as not to upset the Twitter overlords and their new terms of service that say that you can't just post to advertise stuff on other social media sites, a.k.a. a podcast, mm. I was like, okay, let me make a post. So I made a post just saying, you know, even with all the reviews, I'm not exactly looking forward to The Missing Movie just because I'm not a fan of screen life films in general, Anybody have any particular styles or genres of films that they don't really care for? And I hashtag missing missing movie because, you know, I figured that would get it more noticed. And screenwriter-producer Sev Ohanian, my apologies for the probably terrible pronunciation, ended up liking the tweet. (laughs) In which I said I'm not sure if I want to see this movie.
0: (laughs) I still maintain, especially since apparently he's been active, relatively active, on the movie subreddit talking to like or responding to people who have actually seen the movie part of my brain goes he saw that i was like oh he gonna learn tonight
1: (laughs) yeah i guess i did
0: (laughs) he's like oh he has no idea what he's in store for
1: (laughs) i still think it was just an automated thing based on the fact that i used a hashtag Mm -hmm. especially because i then proceeded to not use a hashtag in a post i made later on saying okay yeah you know what this was better than i expected and that got no reactions But still, it could be you're right. It could be he was just like, aw, he got no idea. (laughs) He has no idea. Mm. You think we should move into spoilers? Uh, I'd say so. All right. In summation, before we do
0: that, it's worth a watch. It's worth a a visit.
1: Yeah, it's nothing earth-shattering, but it actually does really well for its premise and with the limitations of the style it's going for. Mm -hmm. It may just do some pretty creative things. Oh, yeah. So with that being said, if you don't want spoilers for Missing, make sure to click away in 3, 2,
0: 1. Javi is a G. Javi is a fucking G. What a bro. Genuinely upset the main character did not give Javi a 5-star review at the end of the movie.
1: Should have signed up and got a completely separate WhatsApp just to give him two 5-stars. Give him a 10-star.
0: Give give this man a (laughs) 10-star.
1: So... I guess the best way to do this is try to break down, is try to sum up the plot now that we can go into spoilers.
0: Uh, okay, uh, first things first, this movie has one of the funniest opening title cards I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it does, because it, it the, the bit before the title card ends with
1: the main girl, June, typing to her friend... Going, Let's go, and then all of a sudden it just leads right into the title Missing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so for the last so for the last day we've just been having a laugh of Let's Go, Missing.
0: <laughs> and uh, like when I initially first saw that, my brain kind of went, That there's no way they just did that on purpose, right? <laughs> God, that's gonna that's also gonna live rent free in my head for a while. <laughs> so June's home alone
1: with her Neighbor slash mom's lawyer Heather looking after her here and there. Mm-hmm. She kind of sucks at it though. Just looks tad. Because apparently June manages to keep having like party after party after party, and the neighbor never seems to catch on.
0: Mm.
1: So then the mom doesn't come back when the when June's supposed to get her from the airport. Starts contacting the police or the FBI or whatever ends up hiring Javi through WhatsApp to go try to retrace their steps in Colombia. Mm-hmm. Turns out the boyfriend is a con artist who has swindled a bunch of women out of money. Yada yada yada. Something something something. Not the Instagram. Uh, come to find out the mom never actually left the country. There was an actor posing as her. Which was actually, you know what, under the movie props, that was a suitably sinister twist.
0: And honestly, a a kind of creative one. No, I did not see that one coming. And that yeah. had me shrinking
1: in my seat a little bit like, oh no.
0: Talk about like covering your steps. Literally hi- hiring an actress, just act as the mom to like keep the suspension of disbelief going so that no one suspects anything. It's like, man, that is, that is, I almost want to put it into the category of working a little bit too hard, but. All things considered, especially what happens later on, it's like, that's some next level, like, planning.
1: <laughs> so the boyfriend, Kevin, is still missing. Uh, it should also be noted that June's dad had, uh, died of some kind of
0: tumor. Mm-hmm, like a brain tumor or something like that.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's, that, that's an important detail for later. Uh, yada, 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 yada. Smartwatch is gonna factor in somehow. <laughs>
0: Have you seen my smartwatch? Sta-
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so good. Uh, it starts attracting media attention because it turns out that the mom changed her name previously. Her The details as to why are in a court-sealed document mm. that the lawyer allegedly didn't know anything about. June starts suspecting that the lawyer is in on it. Manages to get onto an encrypted thing because she hacks Kevin's passwords and what have you and uses that to get a bunch of information. His password is for everything is Kevin the Stallion,
0: which got a pretty good laugh. <laughs> also, um, minor thing as well, the movie, at least I feel like this movie from what I've read has a thing for like small background details because when she's going through his Google profile and it shows like how much cloud storage she's, he's used, it shows that out of two terabytes, two terabytes he's used 420.69 gigabytes of space. I'm like, Nice. Ah, shut the fuck up, movie. <laughs> Continue.
1: So it gets on an encrypted thing, figures out that the lawyer is apparently in on it, goes to the lawyer's office. Lawyer is dead. Turns out she was being blackmailed. Mm. Every time you think you've got this movie figured out, a curveball. Maybe, maybe a few too many.
0: Uh, yeah, to a certain degree, yeah.
1: And then it turns out that the person who the lawyer was talking with Is actually June's dad, who is alive and has been in prison. For like 12 years. For like 12 years. And he starts telling her that apparently her mom kidnapped her. Well, not kidnapped, but functionally like stole her away, got the dad locked up on some nonsense charges. Mm -hmm. Only for June to then realize he was in the exact same prison as the mom's con artist boyfriend.
0: Who he knows who was seen driving the their Uber.
1: Yeah, that wasn't an Uber. That was a shark.
0: <laughs> and then, in the very tense, stunned silence of these two staring at each other, you it's like you can hear all the gears turning and the clicks happening, and it's like, oh, oh, this is bad. <laughs>
1: and then the third act just goes fucking batshit because the dad kidnaps her, brings her to the same place he had the mom, which was their old house where they used to live i guess Mm -hmm. and then he shoots the mom but the mom stabs him in the neck which was (laughs)
0: oh that was good that was really good like i have to take a second to talk to like mention that because in that whole bit because he's threatening the mom saying it's like if you keep talking i am going to shoot you dead and it's like okay so june's just gonna like comply and they're gonna figure out something and whatnot but the mom keeps pleading a little bit and he actually shoots her and I don't know why, but my brain just went, oh, shit, he actually shot her. All right. <laughs> like, I wasn't, I genuinely wasn't expecting that. And it's like, she, like, goes down, too. So it's like, wow, he, damn, he actually delivered on that.
1: Yeah, Props. no, he did. I,
0: I, I feel like a lot of movies generally don't do that. <laughs> no, he did. Hmm.
1: And then he ends up dying from getting stabbed in the neck, but they're locked in the room. And June knows that there's cameras all over, and it's still streaming to her house, where she left her phone on the computer, so she activates Siri and has Siri call the cops.
0: <laughs> Which, she's kind of upset that it's like, why did I not catch, like think of that until she said hey Siri? <laughs> oh, I
1: knew that was coming. <laughs> I at least got that part. Mm. I got that, I got the smartwatch, I got that it was fishy that the mom doesn't drink,
0: Mm-hmm.
1: but spilled wine, allegedly, which is what led to, oh, no, wait, it was an actress. <laughs> and then there's little things earlier on, like the fact that part of part of how Kevin ended up, the, the boyfriend Kevin ended up clicking with the mom was having the same favorite 80s band, and then you realize, oh, the dad gave it to him. And that's yeah. why he knew to ask about an 80s band specifically, because newer taste in music, he'd have no idea, so it had to be something older.
0: Yeah, that was one that I didn't really pick up on until you mentioned it, so that was kind of a neat one. There's also apparently, and I completely missed this watching the movie, I actually had to, like, see people talk about this, apparently, earlier I mentioned, like, background details, one of the things that someone mentioned, like, again, in the movie suburb, talking about the movie, is that there's apparently an alien invasion going on at the same time as the movie, because in like a lot of the scenes where like june is like looking up stuff and she has news articles like in the background on different tabs there's like bits of like news clips about like flashing lights and strange winds and people missing and all of that and apparently because i guess this was a thing in the searching movie as well apparently while all this is going down there is an actual alien invasion going on somewhere and you know what is the producer's name again (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> Sevohanian, I think is how you pronounce it, or Ohioan. Yeah, I don't know yes. how to pronounce it.
0: I don't know how to pronounce it either, that's why I asked. But he, um, someone mentioned it, and he says, like, I'm glad you caught that. It's like, oh, huh, that's canon apparently. Okay.
1: <laughs> I want to see that movie. Give me a yeah. screen, give me a screen life movie of that.
0: Yeah, for real.
1: Basically, be like found footage, like Cloverfield.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah, I will say, I feel like the third act is a little much.
0: A lot happened in the third act, and I felt like everything that had happened leading up into that point just, like, all of a sudden, like, did not matter anymore. Like, the manhunt and the murder of Heather and everything. else. like, oh, none of this matters anymore. It's like, I I guess we're not coming back to this at all.
1: (laughs) You're right. It almost feels like a completely different movie at that point.
0: Yeah, like...
1: And not in the best way. Mm Mm-hmm. I still liked it. I still had a better time than I was expecting. And it it is pretty funny how fucking off the walls it goes at the end.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like and it and it goes very off the walls very quickly.
1: But yeah, it was not as good near the end.
0: No, I do feel like that the ending was very weak just because one of the things that's brought up in the movie earlier is that um June is a fan of of a show called nonfiction and it's basically unfiction. Like a tra- or unfiction thank you yeah and it's basically like a dramatized like netflix show about like actual abduction cases and the movie ends with her watching a episode of unfiction based on everything that she and her mom went through but after that it shows her like just face chatting her mom saying hey i'm on my way over i love you and it's like Okay, there's. Are we not going to talk about? Or and it shows like Javi like m- meeting his son again and reconciling with him, and that's great. But it's like, hey, a lot of stuff just happened. Are we not going to go back to this? Like the mom got shot in the gut, and it's like, yeah, everything's good now. It's like, no, <laughs> I mean, getting shot in the gut isn't instantly lethal, and if you get attention, you'll live. Oh no, a hundred percent. But it's kind of one of those things where, considering the severity of it and how much was like given to all of that for how much basically all of the bat shit that happened in the last like in the third act i felt like didn't get the closure that i guess i was hoping for in like the last like couple minutes of the movie
1: no that's fair it's one of those the entire third act climax feels like it's from a different movie but then the ending goes back to being the movie we were originally watching
0: yeah and it's very jarring because of that
1: yeah yeah definitely
0: but I mean, even with that, I would still say the movie overall was really cool i
1: definitely I definitely appreciate it. hmm I respect what it's managed to do
0: again, I think I go with what you said earlier where this movie's not great. I would definitely say it's good. I definitely say it's worth seeing. I would also say like, there is some decent spacing, but for a lot of but there's a lot of times where a lot of things happen very quickly. So be prepared if you don't get a lot of time to breathe.
1: (laughs) Oh, also, I like how the only reason why the dad's plan managed to work is because Kevin got shot in Venezuela or wherever, because apparently South American police are just as bad about not killing people (laughs) people as USA
0: police. (laughs) Oh, actually, you know what? There is actually one like really minor detail that actually bothered me about the dad's plan. Oh, yeah? Or like how he set things up, because we see that he is actually hacked into June's computer and is watching everything she does. Like he has full access to her screen and is like watching her and like seeing what she talks, who she talks to, and who she communicates about everything that's going on. Right. And the climax of the movie, as they're trying to figure out a way out of it, June realizes that she's wearing a smartphone that she got, and the smartphone is able to smart connect watch. Or smartwatch, thank you. The smartwatch is able to connect to a phone service because the dad's internet is on an unsecured network. And it's like, you went through all this trouble with VPNs and all that. And this is, again, like a me detail that is just like the most minor thing probably. But it felt really dumb that it's like this dude went through all this trouble with like installing VPNs, figuring out how to like watch her screen, more or less learning how to hack her computer, and he couldn't be bothered to secure his wi fi uh uh-uh. Kevin did all the hacking, oh, that's okay, that's fair. He's the one who got her the computer i How the fuck did I miss that <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I have no, to I process. will say
1: this is a this was a much tighter movie than I was expecting in terms of not having giant plot holes dangling, except for mm. the part where the only reason why. The dad's game wasn't given up sooner, is that Kevin got shot in South America?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was lucky in a sense. I don't know how to describe that. Yeah, <laughs> lucky is the word. Mm.
1: Then again, it got him stabbed in the neck ultimately, so.
0: Yeah, it's like you know, his luck ran very dry at that
1: point. And he died Googling hospitals nearby. <laughs>
0: Jeez. Fitting. Mm.
1: You got anything else? Not really,
0: other than, you know, the same as before. Definitely worth seeing.
1: Yeah. Make sure to check it out. It was a good time. Mm-hmm. So next week, we got two options, as far as I can tell, because we already have showtimes, so no more having to guess. Yay, thank God. We either got Brandon Cronenberg's Infinity Pool, or we got Fear, which I have now watched the trailer for, and let me tell you... I'm probably leaning a little more Infinity Pool, but Infinity Pool is probably going to be very uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, this does not seem like a particularly great week for Hey, do you want to see a movie that you're not totally um with? Well, I've got two great options for you. It's like, but I'm not with either of these. Well, too damn bad.
1: <laughs> what if I want to see a movie that I am with? That's a neat mm. part. You won't.
0: <laughs> you won't.
1: <laughs> In any case, thanks so much for listening everybody. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, share the video around, follow us on Spotify or Facebook, or hey, now on Twitter.
0: Yes, now on Twitter, at the Scarlet Troll.
1: Yeah, I actually post stuff now. Hooray! Mm. Yay! Gonna be doing more social mediaing probably as the year goes on and I figure out more stuff. But yeah. that's all for future me to figure out. In the meantime, this has been Under the Bridge with Cody, aka the Scarlet Troll, and with Greg,
0: aka Greg.
1: And we will see you guys... Well, we won't see you, but we'll talk at you guys next week.
0: Let's go next week.
1: Yeah! Missing.
0: (laughs) Missing. Goodbye.